Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am talking to Jeremy of Sports Reference about their new single, Fade, which is out right now. Thank you very much for being here, sir. Thank you for having me. Very exciting. Uh, We were just talking before the podcast. I love podcasts, so this is great. (laughs) Uh, So tell me me about Fade. Well, so um, it's... So I'm the drummer of Sports Reference. Um, I also do like some backup vocals, but it's, you know, we've been a band for uh like six years five six years now but this is our first new song and in, in a couple just because we were going through like a lot of lineup changes um basically it was me and the guitarist who's the main vocalist and then we had a we had a revolving door of bass players uh legitimately like 10 different people and not nothing it was never like a bad reason they left it just like various one reasons another whether we were touring too much or they decided that they wanted to focus on another band or whatever but we finally we finally uh, got lucky with our current bass player, Rob, and uh, really started to hit it off writing music and we we're starting to write an LP. And then the pandemic happened and it really just threw a big old wrench into everything. Uh, and so the last couple of years were very weird and obviously for everyone, but we're kind of over here on the other side of it relatively. I know it's still going on, but uh, and so we were like all right, let's do it. Let's get the song recorded. Let's start the ball rolling again. We've got a couple more singles. So this, like I said, is our first song in a couple of years, but it won't be our, like, we'll have more music relatively soon, which I'm very excited about. So if I was going to include Fade in a playlist, uh, what what kind of vibe would it best fit with? You know, <laughs> we, our band, uh, gets asked this a lot like you know like maybe who do you sound like or who do you vibe with and it's like the thing I like about our band is that uh it's kind of all over the place in terms of uh influences and stuff like that you know whether we're influenced by uh like some emo stuff or some grunge or some alternative rock like we all really like all sorts of like that of bands and those varieties so I would definitely put into any of those those ranges those genres um this but this song in particular uh we've been getting a lot of uh uh, 90s emo vibes like uh in responses so you know like um i don't necessarily think it sounds like this band but in my mind it goes along it goes along with like sunny day real estate a lot 
Um, but then it also could fit in the same ballpark as like, like early third eye blind. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know. Like I said, we, we really do like have way too many influences. And so we like to bring them all to the table and, uh, try to make it so the song's not boring. You know what I mean? I had it in a Spotify playlist when I was in the shower earlier and it was dashboard confessional, then y'all. And I was like, oh, oh, this is fantastic. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like we like emo is such a wide variety and wide spectrum, you know, going from like you could call bands like even like Fugazi, like predecessors of emo, but to bands like My Chemical Romance or Dashboard Confessional or even current stuff like, uh, you know, like Prince Daddy and Hyena. But like, I think we fit somewhere in there, you know, and so I definitely think, yeah, it, it makes sense that a Dashboard song could come on right before ours. So when are you most creative? Um, I guess that answer is uh, it's kind of two different answers. Um, so personally like as like jeremy uh i kind of feel creative in really random moments like throughout the day and uh i feel i'm in a, in a very lucky spot where i have like um a little studio at my house nothing like crazy but you know i've got a little like interface and stuff like that so i can record anytime something comes to my mind but and i also feel creative in different ways like i'm a i'm a photographer um it's it's partially what i do professionally and so like I can be, if I'm feeling spontaneously creative that way, I could just take my camera and go out and take pictures. Um, but then as the band, uh, since I guess that's kind of what this, <laughs> this episode is focused on, the band's creativity really comes from uh, us all being in the same room at the same time. Um, you know, some bands like to, like to, you know, they'll bring in a riff or whatever, and then you kind of build on it there. We really go, we really like thrive on the spontaneity of like, of you know working together literally in the same room um you know we just all bounce ideas off each other really well and like uh personally even though i'm the drummer i like i can contribute to like song structures or i can contribute to like the feel of the song rather than you know i don't know about the exact chords or anything like that but uh uh and then our bass player rob is really like a guitarist at heart and so he and joey can really start to 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 be super creative off of each other. They just both grab guitars and start going. And so like, I really feel like when we're all in the same room together, that's when the stuff is really going. If uh, this podcast episode suddenly turned into like a tiny desk concert type thing, uh, where, where would fade fall in the set list? Ooh, man. You know, that's the, the song is like, it's cool. Cause it, you know, it's brand new. Right. So you want to, you want to, have some attention on it so that you can like maybe talk about it or you can uh, like highlight it on its own. Um, you don't want to just like stick it in the middle of a block and not say anything because it is a brand new song. So it probably, it probably go in the middle somewhere just because I like to start a set with a familiar song and then in the set. So it's like you start a set with, with the second best song you have. And then you go and then you end the set with the best song you have to really let, you know, have people like remember your shit. So like this, this, this song, well, I think it is one of the best songs we have. Uh, it's still got to fit in the middle somewhere just to be like, get that nice little boost of like, Hey, this is a brand new song. You can, we got a music video for it, blah, 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 blah. You know, I like to think about the meta of, <laughs> of a building set list in that way. Also, 
it is a fairly like mid paced song for our band anyways. And so it's a good breather as the drummer. Like I could literally just like chill while I'm playing it for a minute. It's not, it gets nothing too crazy or intense. So probably somewhere in the middle. What advice would you give to the next generation of artists? You know, honestly, like I think about, I, I think about this sort of thing a lot. Not like maybe like, I don't think of myself as like knowing a lot, but more in the sense of like the stuff that I've gone through as an artist and as a, as a touring artist and as just a creative person, like, like if I can remove any hardships for the next generation, like that's the sort of advice, like anytime. So I'm from Gainesville, Florida. And so there's a lot of bands here. It's a very musical town. And anytime there's a new band that's, that's starting up and maybe like, um, they're looking for some answers or looking for some advice on like touring or on playing a lot. It's like, I try to give like, you know, like don't oversaturate yourself in your home market. Um, like play, play often, but if you're looking to play more, maybe start, that's when you start doing little regional stuff. And that's when you can start playing. Like for us, it would be like Jacksonville or Tampa or Orlando, you know, and play there. And I think that's super important. Also expanding your sound into other markets is very cool and very fun. Uh, and then I think the biggest thing for an up and coming artist is just putting yourself out there, like no matter like what. And I mean that in the sense of like, so many people get hold up and like, it's gotta be perfect or it's gotta be, uh, you know, like it, if I'm going to put it out there, I have to make sure it's the best thing ever. And it's like, you could just be creative and just put out whatever you want. And I think that that's super important because sometimes that's what it takes to get to the actual best thing you're ever going to do. You know what I mean? And don't let yourself like be scared to, to have judgment from others because ultimately it's about what you want to do and about like what you're making. So that's something like that. How much uh, personal experience was drawn on for the writing of fade? Well, so <sighs> lyrically, um, you know, most of the songs are are done uh, by our guitarist, vocalist Joey. But like I said, we're a super collaborative band. And so me and Rob definitely do have input in these songs. And, you know, so like the foundation of the song, uh, it was something that Joey set in motion, which was about like losing someone, not losing someone, but like maybe losing connection to people in more of a general sense. And so we were able to like hone hone in on what he was talking about and use our own experiences to help um, cement those lyrics. And so, um, you know, there's this line about what am I supposed to do now that I can't turn to you? And it's like, genuinely, like, that's something that I've gone through a lot. I've had, you know, not to go too crazy into it, but I've had some personal loss, you know, and stuff like that. And so like, that sort of that sort of line is something that I was able to like help be like, okay, this is a very this is a very important. This helps translate what you're what you're trying to say because um like I said, personally I was a, I uh went through that stuff. And so I was able to just be like, this is a great way to say this. So I guess I really do draw on a lot of personal stuff when we're writing the lyrics and stuff like that. Um but uh, mostly it's Joey's it's Joey's bag. If you had an extra hour in the day what would you do with it? You know, I, I was listening to an episode or two of your podcast before this, and <laughs> this question always cracks me up um, because it's like, it seems like a lot of people just say that they would sleep. <laughs> uh, and honestly, I mean, that answer is probably it because just because like, um, and I'm sure this is the same thing with a lot of the people you've interviewed where it's like, 
I just, I try, I do, I try to do too much. And so I'm constantly tired. And so it's like, if I'm not, if I'm not filling my day to the brim with things, it's like, I almost feel like I'm like missing out, you know? So like, I'm constantly like, oh man, I wish I could have slept another hour today. Um, So I'm not going to say sleep, even though that's probably the real answer. Uh, I would probably, what I would probably do is just try to be more like um, more in the moment for like creative stuff. Like I said, I had the studio and I have my camera and stuff like that. And I wish I had more opportunities to just like sit down and just like record when I want to. It's like, I do have that ability, but you know, there's jobs, there's band practice, there's, you know, girlfriend partners and all that stuff. And so it's just like, if I had that extra hour to like, try to be a little bit more creative in the day, that's probably that's, that's what I would do or sleep. (laughs) Uh, What was the moment that you decided that you wanted to pursue music? Um, so when I was in high school, uh, I, I did play in a band. We were really terrible. And, uh, but like I, I picked up the drums for the first time in high school or and I, I tried to play guitar and bass, but uh, I, I never really got the knack for it. My hands just don't work that way. And so I, I was like, well, let me try drums. And so that was definitely a more natural thing, but it was always very casual and it was very like, you know, I'm in the punk scene or I'm in whatever. And so like I want to play in a band, but like I'm not very good. And so like I never thought I would be in a quote unquote real band where I like I went on tour or I recorded music. And so it wasn't until really college, uh, you know, middle of college, I answered a Craigslist ad for looking for a drummer for a punk band in my in the town I was living in. And when that band started and when that band really like it clicked and I was like, this is it. This is this is actually what I want to do. And that was that band ended up like breaking up, whatever. And like, I started some other bands and like, uh, you know, and sports reference has come up since then, but like, um, it was definitely that band. And I have to, uh, I don't know. It just, it just all of a sudden made sense. I was like, no, this is what I want. This is actually what I can do. And I, I, I hit the, hit the ground running and actually started to practice drums. Cause I really hadn't before. And now I consider myself a, a fairly competent drummer because I used to be real bad especially back then. But now, and now, like I said, I, I, I look back and I think like, I genuinely thought I would never be able to do music. Uh, I just did not think I had any sort of talent in that way. And so it wasn't until high school or college when I clicked with those, that group of, of people that it, it made sense. And that's when I decided I wanted to do it like for real. What do you want people to get from fade? What would you like for them to walk away with? You know, like, honestly, it's, it's, you know, lyrically, it's, it's fairly, it's fairly upfront. There's not a lot of like symbolism in, in, in the terms of like, you know, you want to, you have to be like, okay with things changing in your life um, because they will, it will change no matter what happens. Uh, you cannot control that. And so if it's out of your control and there's nothing you can do about it, you need to, you need to be able to accept that. Um and for me, that's, that's almost relieving. It's like when you're able to just be like, I can't do anything about this. Okay. And I, and I can just let it go. And then, but you know, and, and musically, like, like literally like, like when people hear our songs, um, they're very, they're, t- they tend to be pretty dynamic. Um, and they tend to be like, it's not usually like, 
like I said, we don't have like a sound, a specific sound. And so I like the dynamics of our band so much because I really feel, especially live. So like, especially live, um, I like people walking away feeling that they've gone through a sort of roller coaster uh, because of the ups and downs that tend like that are genuinely like affecting how you feel. Uh, and that that's that's a pretty strong reaction I, that I get to a lot of bands. And I hope that we give that off. What kind of film would Fade be the best fit for? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. This is the first thing that came to my mind. I haven't actually thought about this question at all. Um, but I want to say that it'd be cool if we were. Uh, so there's that movie, uh, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, and I want to be one of the bands that that the main uh, woman character goes to see like she <laughs> like that's a, <laughs> that's what I want. Or I want to replace uh, Cannibal Corpse and Ace Ventura. Uh, <laughs> that really, I don't know. I just always think like a 90s comedy uh, we would be a great fit for, but not like a, like a Euro trip, more like a like I said, like <laughs> 10 things I hate about you. I don't know why this first answer that came to my mind, but that's that's what I'm sticking with. I love that. Um, so uh, tell the people listening at home and all over the world where they can uh, find Fade. So it is everywhere. Um, we are on all digital distributions like that you you probably listen to Apple, uh, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer. I don't know. Deezer is always the one I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but apparently it's really big in France. Uh, but we're also on Bandcamp. Bandcamp's been something that we've been very, very passionate about since since the beginning of the band. It allows artists to really take control of their own stuff. We also have a music video for the song directed by our friend Matt Zagorski that's on YouTube and will be on like, you know, Facebook and stuff. And so like uh, you can find us on all the social medias and it's posted all through there too. Um, and then lastly, I was going to say is it will end up on a compilation uh, that uh, Salvage Records is doing as well if you wanted something on it uh, like physical. So Jeremy, sir, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to talk to me. I've enjoyed this so much. I'm glad to be here. Genuinely, uh, this has been nice. <laughs> This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.